Well, welcome everyone. It is Wednesday, the 23rd of August, 2023. This month is going by very quickly. It's amazing how quickly Wednesday comes around. So uh, let's just pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you're calling us to sit at your feet and to not be distracted, um, but to hear from you and what's on your heart. So guide us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, so the passage today is Luke 10, 38 to 42. I was actually quite surprised that we hadn't done this one before. Um, uh, But it's okay to repeat things as well. It's a very famous passage in some respects. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister's left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. I can imagine this conversation in my home. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Hmm. There's a, like it's a small, short passage, but there's a lot in it this morning. So the question I've got from God this morning is just, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Just from, you know, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. What does the Lord just want to say to you specifically this morning? It's interesting that uh, Martha opened her home. Are we opening up ourselves to him this morning? Hey, Nirel. Hey, Carol. Hey, Carol. Hello. Hey. So uh, the praise and worship song this morning is, hang on, I need to just change where it is. What's there? Good. Is I'm listening, I've, got, I've, I've been listening to this a bit lately. Ah, I just thought it fitted the passage. i 
I don't want to miss one word you speak, so quiet my heart, I'm listening. Well, let's go into our 20 minutes of silence, and may God speak so clearly to you. May you hear even the slightest of whispers during this time. See you in 20 minutes. Oh, welcome back. How do we go? Richard, uh, let's start with you this morning.
Um, yeah, for me, uh, it was. Uh, this is a really significant passage considering um, what's been happening in my life for the last 12, 18 months. Um, and this is what I got. I just wrote down, um, Jesus, you're beloved, because I, I was reading it in the Passion Translation, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, you know, I love you deeply. Um, when you've been distracted by all the pressures of the world, I've been waiting for you to come back to me. Um, and you've been upset and troubled in all that you've, all that's been happening um, with employment, with your home, with family. And the Lord was saying that all, you know, all these things are good things. Um, What Martha was doing with hospitality, they were all good things. Um, But um, just like her, I've been pulled away by all these um, many distractions. Um, And then um, with Mary, um, focus on her that she was she was undistracted, and the Lord was just saying to me, "Look, just be content, um, just absorb every revelation that I'm sharing with you, um, and that the one thing, the most important thing, is just for me to to keep listening to His voice." Um, and yeah, I, I can't remember the words of the song, but uh, at the beginning of that song, it was talking about. Um, all these, you know, big storms and difficulties and, and everything else, and that, that's what life is like. Um, but Lord was just saying, well, just keep listening to me and, you know, I'll reveal things step by step and just wait on me. So, yeah. Wow, Richard, that's an awful lot. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to re- read the Passion Translation of it. Um, I, I too got distraction. There seemed to be a big thing. God was just saying to me, don't be distracted. Don't be distracted. There's a lot going on. And, um, like you can understand, Martha, like she was, um, you know, when someone comes to your home, you want to make sure they're taken care of and they're provided for. Um, but it's that, okay, hang on. Yes, there's all this stuff that has to happen. Like you, you know, work and, you know, family and, but, but to not allow that to distract us from the relationship with God. So it's, it's really good, Richard. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Carol Dayton, let's go to you. Um, well, I, I sort of read it when I read it, it was like, um, the house belonged to Martha and um, Mary was probably her younger sister and younger sisters don't always um, see what needs to be done. Um, And so, but anyway, moving right along, the Lord um, took me through to the, you know, be anxious for nothing. Um, and with every, everything with prayer and supplication that your requests be made known unto God. So I just um, had lots of things that I took to the Lord. And what did he say in return as you took those things to him? That he would take care of them. <laughs> Oh, Carol, that's very precious. 
That's very good. Lord, we pray you'll take care of those things very quickly. In Jesus' name. Man, Julie, let's go to you. Just read what I wrote. Uh, volume. Mary has chosen what is better. It will not be taken away from her. Martha, anxious and troubled about many things. Jesus knew this about Martha. Overly occupied, too busy with preparations. Martha, yes, preparations are needed, but keep it simple. Martha invited Jesus and his disciples into her home and probably wanted to impress Jesus with her hospitality, the meals she serves, and the tidy house that she runs. I know that kind of pressure, the pressure to have things in order, not to run out of household supplies, put food on the table in a timely manner, and the anxiety that comes with the many things that are left undone because I don't have the time, energy, or emotional capacity to deal with them. God is telling me it is good to sit at my feet, but it is better to do so undistracted. Much of the pressure I feel comes from within, expectations that I have on myself, time constraints that I place on myself, and false guilt I can't dislodge. What I learn, I share with others, and I hope that it helps those who don't have the hours to spend in studying God's word. But it's not enough to dislodge the false guilt. Lord God, please remove this false guilt. You know all that I do and the health limitations that I have. You know that the voluntary occupation I have is one no one else can do. I can't go off and work and earn a living like other people do, um, must do, because I do, because I didn't, if I did that, who would take care of my daughter? Who alone trusts me and takes to take care of her? I have an important job and there is no logical reason for the, this guilt that continues to bug me. Lord God, you have placed me in this position. I am the right person for this position. Please help me to stop feeling like I'm not enough. Father, thank you for that removal of the false guilt. Thank you for that cry of Julie's heart this morning. Father, we ask that you would step in and do what you desire to do. Thank you, Lord, for that divine exchange. Oh, our God is so good. Every day, Julie, God takes you to 
a place into his arms. <laughs> I just, oh, it's so precious. I know, I know it's not a total answer to your situation, but I can see how he's shepherding you through all this. Thank you. Norel, let's go to you. Good morning, everyone. Um, I looked at this passage. I guess I had to zoom out because I wasn't quite in the space. So, so this is my zooming out and then I zoomed in. Luke 10 is a passage of learning for the disciples. Much is on their plates on the disciples and Jesus has given me also much in knowledge. As an infant in my understanding, he is training me, verse 21, that I may see and that I may surely be blessed, verse 23. And with the 70, I rejoice, verse 17. To continue this journey, you keep me watchful on what is important. To adore you as you rest your feet on this earth, you come to bring peace as your parable of your neighbour explores. As a leader, it is alone. It is lonely if by myself I try to do things. There is much to juggle. All of it is good. But you teach me to rest all at your feet that I may see and understand the best way to treat the gifts you have given me to use. How often have you placed before me what I need? You have prepared beforehand all that I will need, not in the day, but in the moment. I have not learnt, I have learnt to sit at your feet and receive the ways that you have already fulfilled. I could be worried and bothered by all things. However, I love the choice you have given me here. Your way is not forceful. Either choice is pro- either choice is profitable, your way or my way. I love your instructions and promises, for I don't for you don't leave me guessing. And you have given me the Lord's prayer as an offering. The Lord's Prayer comes in the very, very next um, verses in verse 11. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Jerome. It's uh, God seems to be realigning us a bit this morning. <laughs> yeah, it's just good. Shani, let's go to you. Yes. Um, yeah, I can't get away with one word this morning. I still have to process about one thing is important. That's the only thing that highlights to me. Um, sit down, Mary, sit down attentively, discover one thing most importantly. It's like she's undisturbed and I won't take this privilege from her. So I ask process that word is just bring a journey of, um, because I'm the eldest in the family, so you always kind of like do, do, do a lot of things for your youngest one. And it's always like that since I was 15. Um, so this this morning today, it's remind me how like the journey of my healing or health journey is actually looking at 
it's okay to look at those feelings that you don't feel last time because you kind of like as the eldest, you always like, you just have to be strong. You don't have to do this. You don't cry and stuff like that. So now it's actually understanding you shouldn't shove everything. It's almost like you shove emotion feeling to the pillow. And now you have to take one thing at a time and look at it. And it's very frustrating <laughs> for me. As, okay, for me, it's very frustrating in a way because it's like, I don't know what's the name. I don't know what is this. Like, you know, but it's actually literally like, that's what is like being you, like learning to know that health journey is a process and it's actually processing. I just, okay for you to sit and this passage is also thinking from the perspective um bringing um sitting at the feet at jesus like when you're in the health challenge or healing journey you technically have a lot of specialist appointment and things like that things that you used to do and uh, with friends and hitching up oh, like when you're shining and stuff like that and it's almost like homo fear of missing out right <laughs> and but kind of like no you have to be there and it's almost like learning and untangling like almost things that um that you never look at before because like once you understand yourself then how can you then you'll be able to understand other people as well because you're human you can't just look after a lot of things without looking after you and those um yeah and all those things can be like oh this is frustrating this is wasting time but it's actually wasting time for me but not wasting time for god because that it's kind of like refilling like your body it's also the temples of me. So you need to learn how to not just um, go exactly where God leads you, but it's also now you kind of like really mechanical. It's like a car. It's time for maintenance. You can't just run, run, run all the time without the maintenance. So once you look after the maintenance, then he can carry you through different things. So. Mm-hmm. That's very good, Shani. It's it's interesting how God is speaking to you guys who are the eldest in the family, <laughs> and you see this from a very different perspective. Uh, it's very fascinating to me. Um, Verity, let's go to you. And yes, I'm the oldest in the family too. So, <laughs> <laughs> and at the moment, I do have my sister staying at my house, so it's been been very interesting. Um. It's been lovely, but yeah, it just made me think, oh, yeah, I know what I'm, I should be putting in first. But anyway, there we go. Um, TBT version, Mary sat down attentively before the master, absorbing every revelation he shared. I just was blown away by that sentence. And, um, you know, I've been. I just thought, well, what? I know I'm being distracted. I'm so easy to distract because I'm. I like to do hospitality. I'm. I'm a doer. I am a doer. And um, I just said, Lord, just show me what in this passage because it's such a common passage, and I always relate to Martha. And I go, Yeah, I get you. I get you. I really get you. <laughs> but anyway, we have been looking through Mark, and we've been looking at feeding of the 5,000, feeding of the 4,000, both Stuart and myself. And this is what the Lord said, and I thought, wow. If I can feed the 4,000 and the 5,000, don't you think if Martha had sat at my feet and sought the kingdom, I could have provided all that she needed? I supplied manna in the wilderness. 
oil in the in, for the widow, lives and fishes. Seek first the kingdom of God, and all of these things will be added to you. I am the first and last. I am the Alpha and the Omega. The most important thing is spending undistracted time with me. So learn from my spirit. Hmm. Wow, Lord, you just showed me that whole passage in a different light. Totally different light. So, Brady, if I summarize what that may be in a different way, how much have we missed out on because we are distracted? Yep, exactly. Exactly. And I just wanted to share this one little thing that I got from the feeding of the 5,000, that Jesus had the bread in his hand and he continually gave it. He continually blessed it. It it flowed out of his hand all the time. And I understand in the chosen, they couldn't do that because that just couldn't do it. But that stood out to Stuart and I. That, that's what happened. It came from his hand continually. So if you're sitting there under his feet, he will just keep bringing you what you need. <laughs> Amazing. So it's we can sit here and work and work and work and work and work and do all that stuff. And guess God's called us to work. The first thing he did in the garden was to put us to work. And he's not saying to us to not work. No. No. But what he's saying is get your priority right here. Yep. And see that burden released. Yep. Allow me to work. Allow me to have your way. It just be that that transfer. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so where we go? So a brand new house. Want to do hospitality, but I'm not doing it. I'll have to stop doing it my way <laughs> and do it the Lord's way. It, it, he could well give you the feeding of the five thousand. <laughs> you know, whatever that may be, like if. Because he yeah. is calling you guys to hospitality, you know, he doing that. Yep. But there is a way to yep. do it that reduces yeah. stress. I mean, this absolutely for us has been the wonderful <laughs> thing of moving here. Like Pam used to have to spend like a whole day cleaning the house before we had people around, so she didn't want people around. So now the house only takes us ten minutes to clean, and it's like, <laughs> of course we could have people. But God can give you that strategy yeah. about what that yep. looks. Like. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's good. It. Thanks, yeah, Freddie. That's God. really good. Yes. Okay, Stuart, let's see your perspective. <laughs> oh, good. There we go. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Look, it's just been lovely hearing everybody. Um, it's interesting. I um, I wanted to know whose house it was. Because you've got Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, right? And who does it, who, whose house is this, right? That was the first thing. And Carol Dayton sort of uh, the same thing. Anyway, so I, I thought, okay, I'll look, I'll look up other passages. And I went to John 11. Well, that was instructive, okay? Because um, the, the, the first thing in John 11, it says, now Jesus loved 
Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. This is the prelude to him being raised from dead, Lazarus. Right? So he stayed two days longer. Now he loves them, right? So he stays two days longer. So they get this greater revelation. You go on and you get to the point where Lazarus gets raised. But the interesting thing is Martha goes out to Jesus first. And the first thing out of her mouth is a complaint. Lord, if you had not been, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. That's the first thing that comes out of her mouth. Mary, on the other hand, goes out to Jesus and she falls at his feet. Now she has the same query, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But the difference between the two is huge. One goes out there and immediately says, Lord, yeah, I know you love me, but <laughs> and this is this whole thing. So the Lord sort of said to me, uh, as you know, we went through a, I went through a whole bunch of stuff, right? That's it. Uh, and I went to the four soils then, right? And the the weeds and the rocks choke out the words so they are unfruitful. Distraction is that. Distraction leads to unfruitfulness. And so I said, um, the distraction leads to complaints, grumbling and complaining, right? And we get distracted because things don't work out in our favour. They're not working in my favour, so I'll complain. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but then uh, I really, well, this is the first thing I wrote down. Choose what is best and it won't be taken away. That was the first thing that I wrote down. Choose what is best and it will not be taken away. A living sacrifice is best because you are able to do my will. And in other words, the corollary to those dead sacrifices don't work. <laughs> Um, live in me and serve me is what is best. Did you say dead sacrifices don't work? That's it. Distraction leads to unfruitfulness. Yeah. Choose what is best and it mm. won't be taken away. Wow. No, that was really good this morning. Um, How was, God takes you on the journey is just incredible. <laughs> that process. But that's who you are. Yeah. So, so, I mean, this is the thing that God speaks to us who we are, who we're created to be. He knows that mm. and he knows the best way to get the message through to you. And mm. and that's what he's done this morning. Oh, that's so good. Okay. Um, let's say, Carol Sullivan, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Um, interest, very interesting because I had a choice this morning, right, to get out of bed and go downstairs and get on the Zoom, which is what I normally do, and put on the washing because that's what I've got to do to keep things up to date in my house, right? But I'm challenged at the moment with these, Let's just call it pain in my head because it's not 
it's I'm not owning any of this. This is not mine. It's just what's going on in my physical body, right? And so I've decided. I decided and said no. I'm I'm just going to do what I need to do to rest and listen and pray for one hour with you guys. And so the passage, I didn't see it until this morning, and I thought, well, isn't that interesting? <laughs> because so much, so many distractions, like in my life, take me away from God. And then I'm like, oh, but I don't have my notebook. I don't have my Bible. I don't have this. I don't have this. And all the saga, all the story. But it doesn't matter because I've got my phone and I've got notes. And so... So my, what God showed me, and the other thing then was like, I'm going to listen to that music again. I'm going to lie here, you know, done what I had to do for my head and heat packs, you name it, water, blah, 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 and I'm just going to lie here. And I listened to that music again, and then I've listened to each of you. And then I felt God say, you have not because you ask not. I'm like, well, actually, yes, I do. I ask and there's lots of things that I don't have. And so then I went down that path of, well, what are you even talking about? And then he reminded me. So on Sunday, so Saturday, I had a prayer request from my nephew's partner. So I've become the prayer request girl in our family. I'm the only one saved yet. Well, in my extended family. And so I'm the one they now all ask for prayers for, which is fantastic. And while talking to Jess on Saturday about a very challenging situation in their home with their renovations, their builders gone rogue on them. There's work not done, very poorly done, and she's so sick. She's vomiting with stress. And so I felt God tell me to offer to come to their home and do a prayer walk, which she gratefully accepted. And then I've I really felt God say there was a particular part of her property that there's a problem with. So Sunday afternoon after church, I I went there and I prayed and I did the lap around the boundary and I got to the end and and I actually asked, okay, is that that it? And am I done? Because I tend to rave a bit, you know. When I pray, I just keep going on and on and on and on instead of stopping and listening and asking. So on Sunday I asked, so is that it? And I felt Holy Spirit say no do it again so I went back and as I got to the lower boundary on this driveway I I really felt Holy Spirit say to uh, draw my attention to the house across the road and also the house on that the neighboring house on the actual boundary didn't know why I just thought all right I'll stop and pray a bit more maybe those people need prayer so I prayed for the people there and just prayed in general went back in the house and then we got chatting about other stuff and before we left before I left I showed just the aerial view of the property that I was praying specifically over before I arrived and she said there's something else I need to tell you Carol I said oh what's that and in the house across the road where Holy Spirit showed me and the house next to them on their boundary again what Holy Spirit showed me because I asked And because I was willing to listen instead of following my process, both those properties had suicides in them. And so it was like, whoa. And not only did it um, help me 
to understand that I do hear the voice of the Lord. It helped Jess understand that God is listening. So she may not know God yet. She may not have a relationship with Jesus yet, but she could see that through my relationship with God, that God is listening to her. He's listening to their needs. He is showing us the clues of what's going on in their property. And, yes, there's all the builder stuff and all the other stuff, but there's other stuff there. And so, yeah, regardless of the laundry and, yes, I have to get to work and I've actually got lots to do before I leave this house this morning, this time this morning, even just listening to, like, Julie, like, all of you, like, yeah, this is enough and... And I'm going to choose to listen more and try not to be distracted. So, again, thank you, guys. Yeah. So good. <laughs> thank you so much, Carol. <laughs> and and I, I don't mind where you join us, Rob, <laughs> if it's lying in bed or wherever. It's... Oh, yeah, well, I, then I was, I was actually convicted. It's like, no, the two chairs says you don't turn up to a meeting with Jesus in your pyjamas. And then I'm like, no, well, I'm either going to turn up in bed or I'm not going to turn up at all. So it's better that I just turn up. <laughs> exactly. And, and it doesn't matter how you turn up. The ma- what matters is you turn up. So that's really good. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much, Carol. Fiona, let's go to you. Oh. Morning, everybody. Uh, sorry that my face is so big. I, I hope that you can hear me and that I am not breaking up at all. Um, no, I have had a major lesson in focus this morning. I'm just kind of trying not trying not to laugh. I'm in my car, in my garage, in my house. My house is open plan. Um, my son has mocks on uh, and literally there's probably one door between me and the study and him and I can't get the sound on my computer to go through my headphones. In the meantime, next door, the builder came at quarter past six and was starting to throw logs around. And I can tell you now, you know, this whole thing about, you know, listening to the Lord, I have just been going, are you actually having having a laugh here? You know, like this is just – so I've managed to sneak down. I'm sitting in my car slammed up against the computer because I can at least put the sound on with um, you all. And it's been – quite the it, god has actually that even the order that people have spoken in has been the journey has been the journey for us this morning so when um everyone first started talking it's like wow they're getting so much and all i've gotten is god i'm frustrated because i'm stuck in my car slammed up against the computer trying to listen so um i managed to scribble one or two things down uh, and i was yeah god, god goes right there doesn't he um it says in the New King James Version, which I just happened to have and couldn't find anything else, um, Martha was distracted with much serving. And the Lord said, um, it's a heart attitude. It's not the activity. It's actually the heart attitude. And that came up with what Stuart was talking about. Why was she serving? She was focusing on herself in serving, and that leads to resentment. The Lord said, when you move back towards me, then you will have chosen the better thing, even in your serving. Your serving's not about you. It's actually about me. Jesus was the greatest servant of all. Look at the towel. Uh, look at the way he washed the feet at the last uh, of the disciples at the Last Supper. I see your heart to serve me. Don't be distracted. Don't look for validation of all your choices among men. Would it be hard? Yes. 
Will it be difficult to keep on keeping on? Yes. Will it be worth it? Yes. I will give you strength to keep on keeping on. When I call you in the way, it doesn't mean success. It means be obedient. Don't give up and don't stop. Go at life with everything you have, because I'm here watching, helping, singing over you, treasuring you in the life I gave you. We have talked about focus, and this is God with me, just like (laughs) we have talked about focus. Stay sharp and as true as an arrow. And then he took me to Psalm 127.4, which says, like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. And I am a child. I am a child of, I have two parents. I am an arrow. I have given birth to arrows. Uh, So, yeah, um, I just thought today was amazing and all about focus. Thank you so much, Fiona. Actually, it's interesting because I did a different pattern today to what I normally do in choosing people. Uh, so it's very interesting that you made that comment because <laughs> I just felt don't do what you normally do today, um, which is incredible. Um, you know, one of the things God said to me, there is a lot of prep to do. Like I, I feel like I'm in a season of prep, a season of building stuff. But he said to me, but do it while listening to me. Focus on me first, then everything else will flow from there. So, And I think that's what is. Yeah, he's not having a go at Martha saying that stuff, you know, of course that stuff needs to be done, but it's, it's focus me first and then everything will flow from that. And we'll see the miraculous. We'll see everything take place. You know, I I had a lot of marking I was behind in and we had the movie showing on Monday night and it was just, it was all a bit overwhelming. And, And yesterday I thought, God, I have to clear all this stuff away, but I got through it all. And I thought, oh, God, why did I stress so about that? You know, anyhow, we have gone a bit over time. So, Lord, thank you for the miraculous being at work in each one's life today as we be deliberate in not being distracted and be deliberate in taking time to listen at you, to sit at your feet, that you would guide us and lead us and direct us. And, Lord, because you say to us, seek you first the kingdom of God and all these things will be taken care of. Lord, we've got a lot of all these things. I could list all these things they need to do. But, Lord, as we seek you first, we thank you that you are taking care of all that in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you guys. Thank you. Bless you. (laughs) be blessed everyone have a great day thank you too how do i get this thanks